They try to take my style, but I always choose my flow Like I always choose my clothes, so you can't take nothing but notes If you diving, better float, cause my wave is sinking boats If you ain't surfing, out of your fan base from coast to coast Take a vote or I'm the GOAT You swear you on some dangerous shit Put a bag on your head, now your man got hit Something like a fucking dragon sparks fly when I spit It ain't official on the track, it's his stamp by Coca-K, bitch we have a very, very special guest. Um, a lot of you guys might uh, have heard of her, and if you don't know her, you're going to get to know her. So I'm going to let her introduce herself real quick. What's up? It's your girl, Coca K. Okay, so what can we find you, like on your social media and stuff like that? You can find me on Instagram at Coca K, K O C A, K A E E underscore, and on Facebook, Coca K, K O C A, K A E E. Okay, and I will also uh, put all that information in the description down below when um, y'all click on this episode to listen to. So, uh, Coca, uh, the very first time I saw you was at a song for song um, contest, and I was very impressed uh, about your talent. So, uh, can you just tell the people, like, you know, your story and why you became an artist and your style and stuff like that, whatever you want to tell the people? Yeah, so um, my style is more of a, it's versatile, but it's more of a drill style. I'm more of an MC, not a singer, so I, I actually rap. Uh, I started out when I was, ooh, let's say, before going in the studio with my parents. They both um, were rappers, but they kind of gave up, and I it sparked an interest in me, seeing them go in the studio and record. So. From the age of four, I kind of dibbled and dabbled with writing and being in music. And then when I was 13, I actually started recording my music and putting it out and performing at little birthday parties and little side gigs. And from there, I kind of just stuck with it in and out. But the year 2019 is when I decided to take it serious. Okay. That sound was up. Now, I just have an interesting question. Um... Because me personally, I'm not an artist or anything, but I do enjoy poetry and I do enjoy writing poetry. So I do want to ask you, uh, are you better at like writing or are you just one of them people that just go in the booth and just like off the dome, like freestyle type of person? I'm better at writing. I'm better at writing. I prefer to write because when you're paying for the studio time, I believe in um, being a perfectionist. Um, I don't want to go in there. Now, sometimes I may freestyle at the end of it if I'm writing and I, and I need something to flow a certain way, but I love to write. Oh, cool. That sounds cool. Jalen, um, when you was at the Song for Song event, actually, uh, Coca, she went first. Yeah. And it was a contest. And how did you feel when she didn't make it to the second round? I was disgusted. I was shocked. How did you feel, Jalen? I was kind of hurt because I was just like, she she should have made it, cause it was it was just one of those things like, you know, I feel like, okay, you know, every every other artist was cool, yeah yeah yeah, but she really like spit some, she really was bringing that flow, bringing that like heart, bringing that stuff, and it was just like, dang, she didn't make it, so like it was kind of like a oh, really, like a huh, like, what you talking about? Well, it was, it was, I mean, uh, you can't really do nothing about that. The judges had what they, you know, what they thought in their mind or whatever, but mm -hmm. I was kind of still shocked about it. It was like that toot nose thing, like, huh? Like, what? Okay, how did you feel about so, the situation? Um, 
I agree with Jalen. Like it was kind of like a what? But I was I was like, okay, so they made their decision. But I look at it as a win-win because I gained some new fans from it because the people like you guys that said what she didn't win, they actually came and followed me, and so they've been following me ever since. So I didn't look at it as I, I lost thing. I lost, looked at it as okay, well I networked and gained a new following as well. Yeah, that's that's completely one hundred percent true. Now I've from that event, I've listened to your music, but it was like. I don't know if it's just me, and I feel a lot of ways with different artists when it comes to this. A lot of people can, like, make music, you know what I'm saying? Like, record and listen to it. But some people just have that stage presence. A lot of people don't have that. Because to me, when I saw you, like, in person on stage, you come down interacting with the people and get everybody hyped. To me, that was, like, special. It really got me into it. So, I mean, I really, like, enjoy sitting down, you know, listening to your music. But I just like your stage presence. And a lot of people don't have that. So, it, so I really enjoy it. built over time. Like, I've been doing this since I was, like, 13. So, if I was to pull up videos of me performing at the birthday parties till now, you'd be like, okay, yeah, this was something that was developed over time. A lot of people don't have that confidence when they get in front of people. Just yet. So it's like since I was the first one, I had to really showcase my confidence and um, my artistry to get the crowd involved and engaged because you're opening an event and people are spaced out. They're doing this, they're doing that. You need to grab their attention. So that's something that you have to, it has to be crafted over years. That's not something you do within weeks. Yeah. You definitely set the bar being the, the first act out there. Um, Tell us, tell us about, um, do you have anything coming out or something you just put out or something you're I working on? I just out my record. Well, it's, it's like a little short EP. It's called Energy Never Dies. It's just like a creative project I just wanted to put out. I'm an artist that believes in just putting out music and getting back to the craft of making music and not worried about fans and streams. And I want to put emotion back in the music. So I put that out on... Um, and I'm going to be putting something new out, but I'm, I'm still working on it, still trying to figure out what exactly I want to do. Okay. That song good, because actually, that song, Energy Never Dies, is actually my favorite song by yours. And I was like, and then, like, the title is, like, it has, like, a double meaning, like, energy yeah, never energy. dies, because it really can. <laughs> yeah, but then, like, your energy, like, your inner gangster, like, I like that. I really like stuff like that. That's, that's fire. That was fire. That was fire. Um... I have a question. Who is your favorite? Do you have a favorite artist or like a top three, top five? My top three, and it's it's kind of across the board. Um, mm -hmm. Okay, so my top three, I would say Nikki. Mm -hmm. Okay, so for the guys, let's say, ooh, and this is okay. there's so many that I like, but mm -hmm. I like yeah. Kendrick Lamar. Like that's at my top. And okay. one of the newer artists, I like Mulatto. Mm -hmm. yeah. I like Mulatto. To me, she's the one, the, one of the newer artists that actually like stood her ground as far as making. I I can see her being as big as Nicki. Mm -hmm. Now I got a an important question. Um, this just has to do with the route that you might take as an artist. And a lot of artists stay independent. As, as far as I know of, you are an independent artist right now, right? Is that correct? 
So when your name gets bigger and bigger and bigger, do you think you're going to sign to a record label or do you think you're going to still, you know, be your own independent artist? Like what route would you take? I feel like if the contracts are right and they don't try to trap me in a deal like a 360 or if it's something like where they're just paying for my marketing and promotion, then yes, I would sign. But um, otherwise, no. If they're trying to give offer me only 360, I can't do it. Because it's like you're working so hard just to get out of that contract and it's kind of you're overworking yourself when you don't have to. Now, if they just pay for certain things and distribute certain things, then I'm fine with it. But okay. until then, I'll stay independent. Okay. Um, there was this other thing I wanted to ask you. Like, if you become big and famous and, you know, your name becomes, you know, very recognizable, um, do you think that is something you will be able to handle? Because I know that, you know, a lot of people can't handle being famous and, like, sometimes that being famous kind of compromises, like, your privacy like, if, you know, if that does, like, happen in the future, you become very, you know, noticeable, recognizable. How do you think you'll be able to handle that well? Or I'm going to just be honest. No, because I like my privacy. But I'm working on that now because I've noticed when I go to these venues and perform, it's not like how it was when I first started out. Some people are recognizing me now, so they'll walk up and want to talk about music um, or some other like you guys walked up to me, want to do an interview. They want to do an interview, mm-hmm. so I just had to come out of my shell and learn. You're not gonna have privacy, so that's mm-hmm. kind of like the con. But it's all working out in my favor. So it's like either put up or shut up. So mm-hmm. even if mm-hmm. I'm not ready for it, I gotta get ready for it. Okay. Part of I feel like getting ready for it. I just feel like when when other people see you doing good they would want to do things to hinder you from going up and reaching your highest potential. They might bring something up about your past. They might try to do something to create cancel culture. How would you be like handle that? Would you just kind of address the people up front about what's going on? Or would you be like, hey, my actions are going to speak louder than my words. I don't really got to say anything, you know, type of situation. I feel like my actions should speak louder. I mean, we all have an opinion about something. Just because mm-hmm. your opinion differs from mine don't mean I'm going to counsel you. That's your opinion. Mm-hmm. And we have this old Southern saying, what I eat don't make you poop. So, I mean, <laughs> whatever I do don't affect you. Whatever I say don't affect you. If I'm not directly saying it to harm you or make you feel a certain type of way, you shouldn't take offense. But because we live in such a sensitive society where it's like, hey, don't say that. Don't do that. Uh, you know, they're going to counsel you quick. But it's just, I feel like the people... They have said like fifty cent. Fifty cent has said some crazy stuff, but he you can't counsel him. He's fifty cent. That's like we know he gonna say some crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just some people you can't counsel because they they stand on what they say. And I feel like the people that get counseled are the ones who try to please the media. You can't all you can't please everybody. So that's not what I'm trying to do. I, I can only be me and stand on what I say. That's facts. But some people will intentionally do something controversial just to get media coverage, just to get their name out there. I just had that happen to me. Do you want to talk about it or no? I'm not going to force you to talk about it if you don't want to. It had to do with another artist. 
But what I did was, because this is such a catty industry, what I did was I left it alone. Because at first, I kind of lashed out. Mm-hmm. I don't want to speak too much on it because I'm not going mm-hmm. it's nothing to give fame to but yeah. with her in particular she was going around bashing me saying I was a bad friend and she was feeling a certain type of way that I didn't have beef with another female artist and it's just crazy she tried to go on and say bad things about me had other people unfriend me other artists but what I learned is, it's only at the top. You're gonna always have people like that, and what you can, all you can do is just dust yourself off and keep going. Because in this industry, when you're networking, when you lose one, you get replaced with five more. Mm-hmm. And so I have to make room for new people that can really help me, rather than get jealous and envious of me and stop my growth. Like you said, there's gonna be people that try to distract you, but all you can do is just keep your head on the swivel, pay attention to the ones that try to do it, and keep focused. Yeah, you ain't saying nothing but the truth. No lies, no lies. Yeah. Like, people will come in when, to distract you when you try when you get ready to the next level. Like I don't know if this has happened with you guys, but I know I'm very spiritual. So every time it's time for me to advance to the next level or be bigger than who I was before, probably weeks, days before, um, it's always something that thing that just makes you just want to. But mm-hmm. if you Play your cards right, remain calm, and just dust yourself off and keep going. You'd be like, you know what? This is why this is going crazy because I'm going to get blessed with something else. And that's how I look at life now. And, you know, instead of reacting to things, I kind of sit there, observe, and be like, okay, well, I know this is happening because this is this greater thing is about to happen. Since you did say the word caddy, I have to talk about, I have to get you to talk about gender roles. And we, you said you wanted to talk about this, and I feel like this is something you're probably passionate about. So how do you feel about that? And you being a woman in this industry, granted, it might not be as bad as it used to be back then, but it still is kind of bad. So how do, how do you handle it? And what has been your experience being a female in this industry? I just have to stick to my morals, like how I was raised. You know, um, we do know times change, but some things you have to just know to respect yourself and your views. Um, That goes back to the opinions and people ready to counsel you. You know, you stand up for what you believe in, people ready to counsel you, either way to cut go away. Like, we have the artists like Meg, Mulatto, Nikki. Um, You have Cardi B. Asian doll, cash doll. You have all these different women, and we have to work so hard and be different when it's the guys don't have to do too much to, mm-hmm. you know, still be mentioned. So, I don't know. It's, it's, we have to work hard as women to be notarized and gain these accolades while the men really don't have to do too much. Yeah, that's facts. And I remember when... um. When Cardi B and uh, Meg Thee Stallion came out with that song "Wop," they got a lot of backlash. It's like, but we forget about Disco's Stone song. Like, yeah, and like that's kind (laughs) of the same thing. I know. I was just like, I'm just like, where's this coming from? Like, why are y'all talking like just because they're females? But then I remember like the society that we live in. And I was like, okay, whatever. This I don't know if this is something we're ever gonna get over. Hopefully we do. Maybe we will. Maybe we won't. But I just, I, feel like I just we, hope we will. We will eventually because now they're starting to see that 
us as female artists, women in the industry, especially black women, we have to work really hard. Like Beyonce have all these accolades and something she still doesn't get recognized for. You know, mm-hmm. um, Nicki Minaj as well. It's just some things we have to work three times as hard for as the next person. And so now they're starting to wake up and realize, hey, well, hey, these women don't have the, the same, you know, standards. We need to recognize them more. So at the BET Awards um, that just recently, that I just recently watched, um, they, they recognized a lot of women. Um, and I like that. Yeah. What is your favorite thing about being an artist? And what is your least favorite thing? My least favorite thing. I'm gonna start with that one. I'll start okay. with that. Okay. Um, it's when you get to the point of making music. It's not about what you want to make anymore. It's about what the people want to hear. You become the people's spokesperson in a way. So they start giving you, hey, we don't want to listen to this anymore. We want to listen to this. And it's kind of like, well, hey, that's not what I'm going for creatively. But I can kind of make it work. But they will counsel you because that you don't want to you know, directly speak about what they want to speak about at the time, you know? So that's the hard part. But the best part that I, what I love about it is um, I can vent with my music. It's very therapeutic. Um, It's something that I can release myself with. It was something that I was born to do. So it just feels like a second nature nature to me. Mm -hmm. That's cool. That's cool. Um, Jalen, you've been kind of quiet over there. Did you have anything you want to ask her or just talk about? I'm just listening, you know, just kind of learning and just, you know, kind of just absorbing everything. I really didn't have no questions. I kind of got off work and just my mind oh, blank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't. Oh, yeah. I kind of saw like you posted something about your son, I think, yeah. on Facebook or something. How does how do you manage that? Like, you know, being a mother, yeah. trying yeah. to work and then uh, reach your goals and, you know, stuff like that. A lot of sacrifices. A lot of meditating, a lot of sleepless nights, but it's all worth it because he's growing up, and I want to show that I want to show him that it is possible to raise him the proper way and chase my dreams. A lot of women say, "Well, when you have kids, you have to throw away your dream." No, you don't. You don't. You can raise your child, chase after your dream, and work. We're a superwoman. I'm a superwoman, baby. I know. I, do. <laughs> I have to. I have to clap it up for that one. Probably. I'm not a mother, but seeing like growing up around people who are mothers in my family is not easy. That's just like a whole one job in itself. Right. Then doing that, chasing after your dreams and working, and I just gotta get. I just gotta hand it to you. Man. I just want to be a, a person that other people can look to and say, "Well, hey, if she can do it, I can do it too." Because there's some women that have it harder than I do. Thank God I have a great support system with my mom, my dad, my siblings, that they all step in and help me with my son. But some women don't have that. Some men, because there's some men are single fathers and they don't have that support system. And sometimes it is hard on men because they don't get that same, I would say, response that women get when they say, oh, I'm a single father and I got to do this, this, and this. I don't know if you've seen that uh, Kevin Hart movie. What it, What is it called? Fatherhood? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that kind of gave me a different view on um, dads. Yeah. yeah, but mad respect to that, though. Mad, mad respect. Yeah. If, if you didn't take up rapping or being an artist, 
in a lyrical sense because you there's different types of artistry you can dance da, 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 da. um what other route would you have gone because i feel like you have more than just one talent that's the vibe i'm getting off of you so if there's any other scenic route you would have took or something i feel like i would be a youtube vlogger i okay. actually was into doing that but it's like i'm trying to get out of that shell of when i'm recording do i want to keep this do i want to put this up there what am i going to talk about um but either vlogging um i would say like poetry slams like okay. out there. yeah that's up my alley right there i like that i love that i love it um not much of a painter but I would love to try like different stuff, like designing clothes. Okay. That'd be nice. Now that'd be cool, you know, when you get big and you release your own like clothing line. That'd be that'd be dope. I'm actually thinking about starting one. I just I'm just trying to find out what I like. You know, I'm gonna make stuff that I like, and if somebody else like it, they'll get it too. That's dope. I mean, if you make something, I'm going to just buy it just to support it. Because we, we, me and Jayla on our podcast, we sell clothes. And we have our own merch. And we sell it. Like, we've been oh, actually man, I been doing. The, I should have bought some before the show. Man, I could have been wearing it. <laughs> it's fine. We don't have a wicked. Just, we'll just, you could just get uh, your address. I'm still going to purchase some. I'm still purchase some. Because I need that gear. I need that. If you want to purchase got you. But we got you. We'll just send it to you for free if you want to. Just, you know, because we're just cool like that. But, yeah. That's another thing I want to ask you. Um, are you type of person who likes to feature with people? Or are you kind of just, like, doing your own thing? Because I understand some people are very difficult to work with. I like so, doing my own thing. Um, when it comes to features... I wouldn't say I'm picky, but some people, they have this expectation. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you want me to record this? You want me to write my verse, record it, send it to you, but you're going to send it back because you want me to do this. You want to change this. It, it it goes to this deep room. That's why to cut out the drama, the middleman, the extra stuff, I prefer to do things on my own. But in order to get to where you want to get in this industry, you have to network. So that's another thing yeah. I'm it's like, yeah, let's get some features going. But it's it's about finding the right chemistry with a lot of these artists because it it been some crazy stuff, man, behind these features. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Yeah, that's why I asked the question. Cause and somebody I pulled up on me after a performance, like, hey, I sent you a verse, man. You ain't never check your email. Wait a minute. I had to perform. I know. Like, Excuse can me? I get a water break or something? You just pulled up on me right I had multiple things going on that we getting ready for a performance um also balancing being a mom and, and just just doing a, a lot of things and he just rolled up on me like hey i sent you this verse you didn't even listen to it you didn't give me any feedback but he didn't tell me he sent it so i was kind of like yeah i'm just gonna chill out on the features for yeah. a little bit <laughs> i would have like what i'm gonna get out my face Got folks <laughs> Folks rolling up on me after performances and stuff, but it was like, yeah, in my head, I was like, yeah, nah, this ain't it. (laughs) (laughs) Is there anybody like you would love to feature with? It might be one of the top three people that you listed. Like, oh, yeah, like one of the top three, definitely Kendrick, but I have to. I'll be writing. I'll be writing my verse right now. To be honest, like really <laughs> think about it, because <laughs> he's very lyrical. Um, as far as Nikki is, I would yeah. love to feature with her. But I feel like that's 
that's most of the common ones. So I'm gonna say I'm just gonna throw it out there. I would love to feature with Erica Badu. Like, mm. That's one of my features that I want. Mm-hmm. Now look, mm-hmm. that's something right there. That'll be yeah. different because yeah. you hear a lot of people. They say, oh, I want to work with Nikki, the, like the m- more mainstream, but she's more of like a soul, R&B, um, yeah. you know, type vibe. And that's, I love that. Like, I want something I can sip a little wine to and chill and mellow out, like, yeah. on that type of vibe. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, wow, yeah. And I might just feature they with are. Kendrick Lamar on there, too. Erica, Kendrick Lamar, and me. Yeah, okay. I'm keeping that into existence. I think that would be fine. Okay. Okay, I have to ask okay. this question because... Every time someone says Kendrick Lamar, I think of J. Cole. Every time someone says J. Cole, I think of Kendrick Lamar. Because both of them, like, are right here for me. They, they wouldn't wait. It's like, it's like one of those races you see where it's like, you don't know who going to get it. They're like, mm-hmm. yeah. but with J. Cole been coming with it, I'm not even going to lie. I mean, he yeah. just released his album, like, a, like last month. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He been coming with it. He been com- coming with it. Um, Kendrick is like one of the Jermaine. Wait, wait. Jermaine. Cole. Jermaine. Yeah. Jermaine Cole. Cole. Yeah. J. Cole been doing this thing. The boy nice. Yeah, he been coming with it. Um, I haven't really too much heard anything recently from Kendrick, but J. Cole really been pushing it. Like, and he'll just drop some on you real soon. It'll just go crazy on the internet. What you see? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's another artist that's like, that's, man, that's major. Um, who else? Ooh. I don't know. Besides, besides him and Nicki dropping their, their tapes last month, they really shook the game up with that one. I don't think TikTok been the same releasing hits. Because a lot of those hits before them was coming from TikTok, but now they didn't shook it up. That's bad. Yeah. If there, if there was a a place or a, a event you would want to perform for, like on the top of your list, where would where would that be at? Ooh, for New Year's in times um Times Square. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I want to be there. Like that, you know, everybody is tuning in to watch this. Everybody sitting there with their loved ones, counting down, bringing in a new year. I'm like, yeah, that's big. I want to take my family out there just to see me do something like that, like something big. Yeah. That and also, um, I would like to see you on the BET Awards just for the culture. Just for Gotta do it. Gotta do it. Yeah. Just for the culture. That's another one. Yeah. Yeah. Just for the culture. So we have like 10 more minutes left. We probably was running for like uh, 35 minutes. So do you have any anything else you want to tell the people or we can just sit here and chop it up? It don't it don't matter to me. Sometimes we can just talk, talk about anything off the wall. You want to talk about spirituality, I anything do. recently? Let's do more walking. Let's drink more water, drink more tea. Let's write some affirmations okay. in the mirror. Okay. I want you to get in there and just say, you know, I love you today. Like, just look at yourself and I promise you, you will feel better. Mm-hmm. Um, when you wake up in the morning, you can say like something with gratitude, like, thank you, I opened my eyes. Thank you, I'm moving, I'm walking. You know, let's get into the habit of doing that before we pick up these mm-hmm. and get on social media. And you will feel the difference within yeah. you. Like, let's talk about mental health and the small steps because I feel like these last few months to within a year, even mental health has been affecting everyone. 
yes. everyone considering the circumstances. So let's get back into the habits of getting in tune with our inner child, meaning the stuff that we love to do when we were kids, such as drawing, um, coloring, all of that. Let's get back in tune with doing that. Even if it's just five minutes within a day, you will see your mood change. So that's how I feel about that. Ooh, I feel that. Um, I feel like Jalen has been really good at like just writing down like his goals and writing down his daily, a weekly, like just challenges and things that he want to do. And he be trying to get me to do it. I I do it sometimes and stuff like that. But he's he he's really on. Pressure on yourself. Do it when you remember to do it. Um. Because when you start taking steps like that, then it will start getting routine. But once I started writing things down, I felt better because when you have like a piece of paper or just something like a notebook, you know, where you write things down and you can see it, mm-hmm. that's the first step, you know, for it to manifest. Because you can see it on paper. So now it's time to put it in front of you like in a reality. And it don't have to be something extravagant, but it can be like small steps. Like I'm going to meditate today for at least five minutes. Five minutes is no biggie. If you can be on your phone for five minutes, you can meditate without it for five minutes. Okay. Yeah. Actually, I wanted yeah. to make a whole separate episode about mental health and the black community because I just have, like, I know that a lot of people in the black, black community, that I can't speak, black community, they, like, don't have <laughs> a therapist or they just have a stigma against it. Be like, oh, that's not going to help. We just deal with our problem. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I actually have one. And she's actually actually recommended to me um, the same thing I told you guys. And I actually felt a difference um, doing it. And it works. It works. You know, not everything has to do with medicine. But sometimes it's the small steps that you do that can make a difference within your day. Like, like I said, journaling. When you get upset, write why you're upset down. When you see the triggers of the trauma, confront it head on. Like, okay, why am I upset that this person said this to me? Mm. And you will see a totally different thing with these generations. Like, it would be a whole other little shift, you know. Because yeah. once you pick up on it, then when you have kids, you can say, okay, well, I didn't like the way this person talked to me, so I'm not going to talk to my child like this because I didn't like it. Yeah, a lot of people channel, uh, channel their emotions, especially their negative emotions, uh, very differently. A lot of people can then spiral down to like alcoholism or be physically abusive. But for me, yeah, when it's, so. yeah, but for me, like during high school, that's when I've kind of started having like mental like issues and trauma, just like negative uh, energies and stuff like that. And for me, poetry. Hey, like you said, writing it down, but I did it in a create creative way to help me better explain what I'm feeling in a deeper way. So that's why I like poetry a lot. But poetry and writing stuff down might not be, you know, for everybody. They might need to actually talk to a therapist, talk to somebody. And that's where it starts talking to someone. And they give you these ideas that like, hey, well, maybe you might like exercising. That may be like a new outlet. You may love to run or walk just to clear your thoughts um you may like to draw some people love to draw i know when they're kids they tell them hey color this for me and kids will draw what they feel mm-hmm. that's the way of expressing yourself um talking about it like some people 
talk about it on social media. Like they mm-hmm. become vloggers. They say, well, hey, I'm dealing with this. And I don't know who else is dealing with this, but this is what I'm dealing with. Some people do give encouraging words. It's just whatever works for you, do it, you know, and don't worry about what people think because at the end of the day, it's about what you think. You know, and that's, that's the stigma with therapists. Some people will think, well, maybe these people are going to think I'm crazy. Are they going to think that I'm sick of something? No. It's when you go to the doctor and you have an imbalance or something, like you're, you're sick, you have a virus, you go to the doctor, they prescribe you medicine. The same way we're going to a therapist, a mental therapist, they're going to prescribe you these things to do. Like, hey, you should exercise more. You should journal more. And it's going to help. Mm-hmm. You just have to take the first step and have the confidence to do it and not worry about what people think. Yeah. I like that. She's straight up preaching up in here. I really, really enjoy that. Um, we got like three minutes left. I have one more question. This is just a random question. Um, you're an artist. You write. You say you like to write and stuff like that. Whenever you have a song... You might have like a specific topic that you want to talk about. Has there ever been a song that you already put out right now that has been the hardest for you to write? Whether it's just you couldn't come up with something the hardest emotionally to to create? Yeah, the song On the Edge. Um, mm-hmm. I had a time limit that I had to write that one. Okay. And it's like, okay, how do I write about my situation now within three days? Mm-hmm. Because you know what to say, but sometimes you don't know how to say it. That's the biggest thing. We have all these words, and it's about putting the right words in the right places to make you feel what I'm saying. And so that was the biggest thing. I wanted people to understand where I'm coming from. Like on, in the song On the Edge, I said, You said fame changed me, but it's really the pain that made me. You ain't never been broke raising a baby. Mm-hmm. You can relate to that, you know, because it's like, okay. People think you're changing, but it's the pain that made you do it. You you reacting to trauma. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now you don't have no money. It's a great child. You're trying to figure things out. You know, just that little small piece, a lot of people related to that. And that's what I want with my music. I want people to relate and say, you know what? She's saying things I can't say when I'm hurt. So everybody go listen to On The Edge. It's probably going to hit you right here <laughs> in the heart. <laughs> well, yeah, Coco, I really enjoyed having you on here. I would love to have you on here in the future. Y'all know to invite me back whenever y'all want to. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Whenever, whenever you want to come on here, hit us up. We'll be here with open arms. So can you tell the people where to find you? You can find me on Instagram at K-O-C-A. K-A-E-E underscore and on Facebook at K-O-C-A K-A-E-E and you can also search my name on my on YouTube to find my music and I also have my links dis- listed in the description on my YouTube so I won't be hard to find <laughs> Alright JB Nation we out. Cue the music the game, I'm gone. Energy never dies, energy never